Welcome to Elementary Talks, the podcast that connects marketing, design, and development experts to help you build better websites. My guest today is none other than my close friend and top YouTuber Adam Prizer from WP Crafter. Adam has one of the most popular YouTube channels for WordPress tutorials. On our podcast, he talks about nurturing his followers, shares insights from his recent product launch, and offers his unique perspective concerning his and Elementor's growth. I am super excited to have the one, the only Adam Pricer from WP Crafter here with me, my good friend. Adam, how are you? You know what? I'm doing fantastic. And, you know, I wanted to say something uh, for, for those of you listening. Uh, you're going to hear this, but we're actually doing this kind of face-to-face, so it's going to be a different kind of podcast. So I'm going to try to make Ben laugh throughout the podcast <laughs> to, to lose his composure. Yeah, definitely. So we, have a, we go a, a way back, back to the days when Elementor launched. And uh, so let's, let's go back to the, those days. Can you, uh, because it's, it's kind of a funny story. Yeah, well, can I say what happened? Like how yeah, I yeah. got to know you? Because... I mean, I got to say out of, well, see, I got to say out of everyone I've ever got to know on the internet, uh, you're like the guy I respect, like you're the, like the top guy uh, for your persistence because you, you probably emailed me. So for the audience, um, when uh, Elementor came out, I obviously have a YouTube channel WP crafter um, and when Elementor came out I saw Ben really pushing this and t- getting the word out there and it was it was um, uh, but I was a little cautious because I don't like to talk about new things um, unless I really think they're gonna go someplace and so I would get emails from Ben and Ben would say oh hey Adam I just wanted to share this with you and then he a week later <laughs> hey Adam I'm just following up but they were not automated right? I no, mean, no, they, no, I don't know. I, I never did. And uh, I hardly do now. And I think it's, it's a thing where when I listen to, you know, experts and, and uh, CMOs and listen to their podcasts, I know that it's hard for an audience to say like, okay, you, you give advice now because you're, you, you have all the budget and everything. But for me as a freelancer, you don't know my story. But for us, when we started, we were such a small team. We were like uh, eight people. And uh, so I did all the renegade stuff. I did. Uh, and that's, that, that's the thing to do, to like push it and uh, be personal and do whatever it takes to get into the next milestone. Yeah, it's a uh, uh, guerrilla marketing is like the common phrase here in the United States for it. It's just you're going for it. You don't have this big advertising budget yet. You're, you know, um, um, just putting in all the work to reach out and make sure people hear about your product. But it takes the, it's work. It's work, right? You had to find who you wanted to reach out to. And then you had to find out how to reach out to those yeah. people. So and then what- you had to organize it all. Definitely. And what is, is common back then and now, we, you know, now we have a, a team of like 50 people and we've grown and it's more established and it's easier. But what is uh, consistent is you always have to stay genuine. So back then I was a small time uh, business. Uh, you have to be genuine because so people will, will notice you because there's so many products out there. And why would you, you know, you're, you're, you're invested in another product why would you stop and, and cover a different? It totally makes sense to, to ignore it, uh, the noise. 
So you have to be genuine. And, and when you're big, you also have to be genuine. So pe people can keep trusting you and don't think you're a big corporate, uh, you know, that don't care. And it's that personal touch, right? Uh, well, that's what it was for me was the personal touch. I knew you were sending me an email and you were following up and you were following up. And then when Elementor hit 30,000 active installations, I thought there's probably something to this Elementor yeah. thing. I had tested it, but that's when I started to, to say, you know, there might be something here. Let me try this out. I mean, th this guy, if I don't communicate <laughs> back to this guy, him, he's going to keep coming more. and coming and coming. <laughs> well, no, that's not how I reacted, you know, but it's, it's funny because, um, because of my YouTube channel, I get a lot of, initial emails like that and you could tell they're they're just uh, auto generated you yeah. know what i mean uh but you know if, if you're willing to uh, start talking to someone and reaching out to someone and i'm a very personable guy uh i will listen and people will listen but you can't automate that it's just some things you can't automate that uh, oh, automate oh definitely if i get uh, a, a direct uh, uh communication and people who seem genuine I'm like, yeah, I'm open for collaboration and everything. But if I get some, someone like, uh, yeah, I want to be an affiliate of Elementor and I, I turn them down for some reason or other, and then they jump right into, okay, I'm going to uh, recommend the, the, that competitor, your competitor. <laughs> I know I made the right choice. If you're that quick to move, move camps, I, you're not a partner that I'm looking for, you know? So I guess you, you want uh, true believers, right? You want to turn people into true believers into the product and genuinely love it. Yeah. Plus it's not nice to jump right into threats. Ah, you know, you're, you're not working with me. And uh, so I'm just going to bad mouth you. So I think, and I see that a lot. So, uh, so yeah, that's, that's genuineness and, and uh, honesty. It's important. And um, so you made the transition to, to product yourself recently. <laughs> Yes, I'm. I, I okay. So now I'm the student. Okay, um, I'm the student of you because I was literally. Um, uh, so for for those listening that don't know um, about it, actually launched on November nineteenth. Uh, I always knew that I would get into the product business, but I I, I didn't want to do it like halfway. It had to be solve a real genuine problem. It had to be amazing. There had to be just the of uh, uh, complete and total support system because for me, uh, I'm on the other side, like my reputation's on the line. If I put something out that, that is not going to really uh, be quality, top quality, it's going to be a disaster for me and I'm done. Uh, so uh, the kind of stars aligned and I uh, came out with this product, but I'm, um, I'll just say the name right now, uh, uh, Cart Flows. But what's interesting about it is I'm like now doing your job. <laughs> for card flows i'm the guy yeah, yeah, yeah. that's like uh, okay what did ben do to make <laughs> elementor grow okay how can i kind of take his strategies and be like ben i have to like become ben <laughs> well seriously there are some parts of it but i think because you cover you know all the AppSumo products and all the wordpress products you have kind of the the intuitiveness and the experience to know okay why didn't i like this product uh how can i avoid the this uh this pathway well absolutely because um a lot of the videos on my 
channel, there's tutorials and reviews and tactics. So I like to cover those three areas, right? So when you're reviewing all these products, you kind of start to figure out what is a great user experience and what is not a great user experience. So all of that fed into the product that uh, we ended up making. And what's amazing, uh, when you look at the, the product and the interface that we built, it looks so simple but I've learned the hardest thing in life is to make something simple. Like with website copyright, the hardest thing uh, on your website is to explain what your thing does in the most simplest, understandable terms. It's, it's hard stuff, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm just, I'm just tackling it with this, uh, you know, we keep trying to um, make our own copy on the blog better. And I'm thinking about ways to, and, and also, other channels that I can learn from. And recently I, I read an article on BuzzFeed. You know, they just pop up on your Facebook and I, I logged in and it was written so well. You know, I, it was written better than uh, some of the publications, you know, the bigger publications. I was just, this is so inspiring, just having a different copy that is made like a conversation, like something that's organic. So that's definitely something that's, that's hard to do. The, the, more, the closer it is to a conversation and something that's, that's um, natural, um, the, the better for the reader, but it, that's difficult to do. And the same for products, having it intuitive, the, the experience intuitive and, and, uh, and natural is, is a hard thing. So tell us more about uh, card flows and how it started for people who don't know. Absolutely. Um, so uh, about two years ago, I started, you know, like you have internet friends, right? You're my internet friend. If I ever go to Israel, I'm going to be calling you up and I'm going to say, hey, you got to show me around. Um, uh, uh, but we're, we have a friendship. Like if you come down here to LA, we have a friendship. You call me up, I'll show you around for days. Uh, but we're genuine friends. Uh, we talk regularly. Uh, so uh, another friend like that, his name is uh, Sujay, the maker of the Astra theme. And uh, they have products that are uh, on, on a total of 2 million websites. So he has a full team of developers and designers. Uh, and we built a friendship, kind of like we have a friendship. I, I met and, him in, uh, in uh, WordCamp, last uh, WordCamp, yeah, Europe. Yes, I should have gone. I'll go next year and I'll hang out with you guys. I'll let you yeah, buy yeah, me a yeah. beer or something. Um, so uh, he had actually, so we'd spent all this time uh, building a friendship, but he came out to Los Angeles uh, in 2017. It was October 2017. And I was like the, the tour guide, right? And uh, so I picked him up. And uh, later that day, I'm the the world's worst tour guide so uh if you're coming to la don't you you know I'll, I'll do dinner well but i won't like show you around well i'm just not good at it i'd rather hang out at home with my wife son and dog um but uh anyways he came out to la we ended up at uh, fleming's a real nice uh, uh steak restaurant and um sujay came from india he's in india mostly a vegetarian diet not a lot of seafood so i ordered him steak and lobster and he never he never had lobster before i love it he was sitting there that's like you know do i help him know how to eat it because some seafood you got to eat it a different way you know yeah yeah um uh, anyways, we um, uh, kicked off a great friendship that evening, and we were just talking about uh, some of the frustrations with selling 
products on the internet. You know, uh, a perfect example is, you know, uh, the way things are sold in the real world, right? You go to a restaurant, what's the first thing that happens after you order? Your waiter says, would you like to add a super salad to that? And, and half the time you're like, that sounds great. And the other half you're not. And then they say, uh, if you're there with your wife, they say, well, ma'am, would you like a glass of wine? And half the time she's going to say yes, or maybe she'll get something better. Uh, then the dessert and all that. So there's this natural sales process in the real world, but we don't really have a way of doing this on WordPress-based websites where we can make additional offers. So the problems that I was having was I sell courses, training courses. I even have a training course on Elementor, but I give it away more than I sell it. But I wanted people to be able to come to my website and and if they wanted to buy that course, I wanted to also make before they they uh, paid an additional offer of some additional courses at a discount to better serve them, to get them in more of my courses, to maybe get the transaction value up. It's what's commonly known as an order bump. It's like offering that salad. There's just no real easy way of doing this with WordPress. And then I wanted after the purchase to maybe make an additional offer just like that waiter would offer you dessert or something like that. And there just really wasn't a way of doing that yet in the software as a service world, there's already platforms that you can do this. There just wasn't ways with WordPress. So is that this is is this one of the reasons people choose Shopify over WooCommerce? Now, is, is this because it's a yeah. much more expensive uh, solution? Yeah. So the two main software as a service. So this is a problem that has been solved with software as a service, but. Um, you know, just like uh, anyone else, software as a service, it's not the money, right? It, 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 whatever it costs, if it gets the job done and you make more money, that's cool. But it's really a closed system, right? So uh, two of the big platforms are ClickFunnels, which is like the cheapest plans, like 1200 bucks a year, and it's limited and all that, but it's closed. So with WordPress, um, well, here's actually the main pain point with that. Um, so I checked out ClickFunnels because I was on this path of trying to solve my problem of how do I do this. So you look at ClickFunnels, they have like 60,000 customers. I mean, it is a red hot company. You hear about them everywhere. And so I checked it out and, and uh, essentially it's just like a page builder, right? So you go in there and you, you, you go into their page building tools to create this like sales process. And I just felt like a little overwhelmed, you know, I'm like, I've got Elementor on my website and, and I, I, I'm a master at it. Uh, I'm not the master, but I know how to use it. I enjoy using it. I've already bought it and I, and I'm going to keep paying every year for it because I just love it. What it does for me. It, why am I going to go use this inferior tool that I don't know how to use is frustrating. It doesn't have the design options. It's going to have worse output. So all these things just started clicking in my mind, all these problems that I was having with trying to set this up for myself. And I thought, you know what? It, that's what we talked about that dinner with Sujay because he sells products, right? Isn't it nice if, if someone's going to buy one of your products to make an additional offer at the cart and then after they check out, make an additional offer with a discount? It's basically called the sales funnel. And so, you know, we talked about our, our challenges here and there wasn't a tool like this for WordPress. And I said, you know what? You have that really cool Astra site thing where someone can install Astra and Elementor, click a button, and they have an entire website. I said, why don't, why don't we do the same thing where someone can install this product on their website, click a button, and they have it all done in Elementor, 
beautifully designed. They can click one button and they've got these powerful sales funnels that will increase the amount of sales that they're able to get from the same people on their website and kind of change the way. So basically bring the solution to someone that uses WordPress an open system versus a closed system. And that's how Cartflows was born in 2017. Fast forward 12 months later, a lot of work, a lot of development time, a lot of hours. And we came out with a product that I could be proud of. That's great. And how was the, the launch? I know it, you, you made, you, you were <laughs> pleasantly, pleasantly surprised. So how, tell, tell us about that, that experience. Yeah, so we, um, we didn't, okay, so we, we spent a year building this. Um, and we have, uh, uh, it's a real company. It's not uh, just like one or two guys. We have six full-time developers. We got full-time designers cranking out these uh, gorgeous Elementor designs. Um, and we have support staff. So we got, this thing's all staffed up. Uh, we didn't um, really do a lot of promotion other than me having three videos on my YouTube channel. And uh, so we, we put it for sale on the 19th, November 19th. And you know, one of the biggest challenges with launching a product, well, the two big challenges are one, communicating the value. <laughs> yeah. And then the number one is how do you price it, right? Yeah. So, cause those two things go together, right? If you can't um, communicate the value properly, then some, and it, someone just looks at the price and they don't see the value, it doesn't click and make sense. So when we actually the right audience, of course, you know, that's huge. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, just so you know, anyone listening, I have learned a tremendous amount these past seven days. And uh, when we launched it, there was a lot of uh, uh, initial backlash related to the price. And I don't think it was uh, in hindsight. I don't necessarily think it was the price only. I didn't really do the best job of communicating the value of it. So I had just assumed, it's funny, I'm actually revealing like the secrets of a, of, of a failed launch that turned around and became an amazing launch. Um, uh, I think you can learn so much. For, for us, we also had uh, releases that backlashed and uh, mostly when we changed something in the interface and didn't have enough preparation for our audience. So we learned it from it and corrected it. Uh, and you did the same and, and that turnaround is, is quite interesting. So tell us more about it. Yeah. So, um, we, um, what, what I learned, okay, let me tell you what I did wrong and then I'll tell you what happened. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I, I, you obviously learn what you did wrong after what happens happens. So, um, what I learned was not everybody understands what a sales funnel is, even though they experience them everywhere they go in real life, they don't realize that's a sales funnel. So when you mention sales funnels, we use the word flows. Um, uh, most people just weren't understanding it in a digital way because all they understand is you go to the shop page, you click on a product, which I call digital vending machine. You click on a product and then you click on add to cart. Then you go to the cart, then you, you search for a coupon, then you go to the checkout and then it's over. And that's all that people really, most people understand. I underestimated people's awareness of what a sales funnel was. So they just looked at the price and said, what, this is just going to make my checkout page pretty. <laughs> That's too expensive. So I, I think when we, we launched it, uh, we, there was a big backlash on the price. Uh, we wanted to have a, a lifetime offer and we did have a lifetime offer and there were some people that were really upset about the price. And a lot of people I think were um, expecting it to be a lower price because of 
uh, on my YouTube channel, I have done reviews for like AppSumo products and things like that. So everything's $50. Uh, so they just, there was this assumption that it would be really cheap, even though the value is there. So um, there was a lot of backlash and it was actually a really hard time for me because I've spent years giving through making videos and helping people. And, and I don't just make a video and put it up. I'm responding to comments. People Facebook message me. People are <laughs> email me. Yeah, yeah, you, you care. I care. Yeah. Yes, I genuinely care and I respond and I'm trying to be everywhere for people when they uh, reach out. Um, and there was a lot of people that were typing messages like, you know, they were hurt, like their feelings were hurt because of the uh, cost of the product. And of course, in it was just a big pressure cooker for me. So I'm sitting there and I don't even know what's going on, right? It's just, it's just hitting me from, from every direction. Uh, but, you know, uh, my personality type is one to uh, uh, take all the punches you can throw at me. I'll just take them, but then I'm just going to bounce back right away. It's kind of like grass, right? The grass is sitting there in the ground. It has deep roots. And then when the wind blows, the grass just falls down. Uh, but then as soon as that wind's done, the grass just goes right back up. Uh, so I'm kind of like the grass. Uh, but uh, anyways, we ended up, I like um, thank you. Uh, we, we ended up uh, uh, weathering that storm and figuring out through listening to our customers what changes we could make uh, to make it easier for them. And it was all, it was, you know what I discovered? I don't think it was just the price. It was when you have a high price, even if the value's there, but it's like right before Black Friday, um, people want to buy everything else and they might only have a certain amount of money and they want to buy oh, lots yeah. of things. So the big compromise that we came up with and, and it turned it around like instantaneously is we introduced a split pay. So someone could purchase it um, and we split it up into six payments. We didn't mark it up. You know, usually when you do a split pay, you, you, the total amounts more. We didn't yeah. do that. We just divided it because we, we weren't launching this uh, right now um because we needed money it wasn't a need for money it was a need for users to use it give us that user feedback we make it a much better product over time uh and then we get the wider adoption uh but you know uh i'll have to send you this message privately that my son text messaged to me i might have sent it to you yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. my my son it was really rough so um the day we launched i was deflated uh, it's like seven o'clock at night. My wife and son, uh, my, my son, uh, picks up his phone and he sends me a text message all day. They were coming in and they didn't know what was going on with me, but I, I dealt with it. Well, I didn't, I don't put things on people. And he, he just, uh, sent me a text message about, you know, uh, that really uplifted me and he's only 12. Uh, it was a real touching thing. Uh, but, yeah. um, uh, I learned a lot through it and what ended up happening was, astounding so after we we dealt with like I took the punches on on that Monday I took the punches on that Tuesday we figured it out on Wednesday and then on Wednesday and Thursday and Friday these people that were writing messages of they're upset they're hurt like with me personally because of the pricing uh, they were posting saying, I was originally feeling this way, but I saw you guys make this change. I saw Adam take the punches and and kept his composure. And you guys have totally won me over. I'm happy to be that's, your customer. And that's great. Did you decide on the split? Because when you have a black backlash, sometimes it's like a bombardment of uh, just, you know, Facebook or social posts. So how did you 
take out the noise? And did you have personal one-on-one uh, conversations with uh, potential customers? How, how did that, that realization that the split pay is the solution come about? Well, um, I think, uh, well, we did a lot of listening. And so the strongest and most opinionated people um, that were saying things, I reached out to one-on-one because I wanted to hear like, what did I do to cause these things you're saying about me? Like, these are things no one's ever said about me in my entire life. You know, what, what caused this? Like, what did I do? Um, And, you know, some people, they just took it a little too far. Uh, But a lot of people genuinely said, you know, I want to, buy other things, you know, Elementor is on sale. I want to go buy Elementor oh, yeah. Pro and uh, this theme is on sale and this hosting's on sale and this webinar platform's on sale, um, you know, and so the way the split pay happened was hilarious. So I wake up Wednesday morning. So this is two days into the launch. I wake up and I look at my phone and Sujay, my partner, so we're, we're both uh, co-founders of Cartflows. He messaged me and he said, you know what we're going to do? We're going to do a split pay. And I'm thinking, okay, so we just do half and then one month and then half the next month. And then it totals a little bit more. And he's like, no. And I'm like, okay, so then we do it into three payments maybe, right? And he's like, no. He said, we're going to do it in six payments. And, and then when he told me how much it was, I'm like, normally you don't do six, you do two or three. And then that total is more. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he, said, he said, you know what, Adam, we're not doing this for the money. And, and then when he said that, I immediately clicked in my head. I said, you know what, we're not doing this for the money. So who cares if it's six payments? Uh, and then when we put that out there, I think people saw that we were willing to work with everyone that really wanted this because they saw the value and potential uh, and they, they knew what this could do for their business. And if they have clients, their clients business, I mean, this tool we made is like game changing revolutionary. We got people, people's attention that you don't easily get these people's attention uh, because the product is that good. Uh, and these people wanted it and it was this frustration that they were feeling. So my wife, uh, I let my wife in the Facebook group. I love my wife. She, you know, she's amazing. Uh, she, she went in the Facebook group where people were saying these harsh things and then she saw it turned and she was just oh, wow. so, you know, it was I, real touching. I think you know? there's a real lesson here to learn um, in the way you handle it because when you have big corporations and something uh, goes wrong, it takes so long. It takes months for them to initiate strategy and, you know, understand how to, and because you have such a, a huge following on YouTube, you were able to turn it around in days. And that's something that wasn't even possible, you know, 10 years, five years ago. And now with the, the close connection that you have with your audience on Facebook and on, on, on YouTube, that allowed it to, to, turn around to in a matter of, of you know two days and have people you know also have the right approach towards uh your launch and also buy from you <laughs> so it also translates to 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 more business yeah and it was it was really heartwarming because you know uh you only have a certain percentage that speaks out in a negative way and you have a certain 
percentage that will speak out in a positive way at the same time. Uh, but uh, so many people reached out with messages of encouragement for me. I even had this one um, subscriber of mine, his name's Eric, and we had just Facebook message. And, and in the middle of the heat of it, he, he sends me a Facebook message and he says, hey, can I call you? And I've never talked to Eric before. <laughs> I've never talked to you before. We, we message. I don't pick up the phone. We don't call yeah, each other. We're yeah, different yeah. So, so I'm like, yeah, I'm just typing. I'm like, yeah, okay, sure. And the next thing you know, my phone's ringing. And so I'm like, well, I said call. I might as well answer it. And he was just giving me some amazing advice. There, there's uh, a moment, right, where the transition between worlds from chat to real life, it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> uh, right? <laughs> moved to another universe. Yeah, it's, it's, it's nice. It, 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 so so the, the, the best in people came out to, to really support me. And I know um, one, one secret to what I believe has been my success with my YouTube channel is that I make myself very accessible. So uh, you can comment. I'll do my best to respond. You can email me. I will respond. You can message me on Facebook. I will respond. I'm an accessible uh, guy. Um, and so I have this relationship and people feel like, uh, I'm there for them. I genuinely am, but they actually feel it too. I think that's a huge part, but actually I think there's something even bigger <laughs> that, and that's kind of the reason I, I was really eager to have you, uh, uh, in this, uh, podcast, because I think you stand out in terms of, uh, managing to own quickly uh, everything, every new thing you do. So if we're talking about quickly ha being able to quickly review a, a new product or plugin and being able to uh, step up into social media marketing, which you did and owning that. So I, and I'm, I don't know any other individual <laughs> I have to say, and I've talked to a lot of, I talked to a lot of uh, people who managed to do it the same. So I'm kind of, I, I, I'm kind of eager to know secrets and how you, how you manage to, to do that. Like what's your approach? What's your, your process in tackling something completely new? Because on the web, you always have to uh, approach new things and owning it and uh, really becoming an expert in it. You know, it's interesting. Um, one thing about me is I do like a challenge and I do like to change. So if you've watched um, any of my videos over a period of time, you know, they look way different today than they did before. Like, you know, I don't want to be like uh, cocky, but I feel like in this, um, there's more people that do what I do now, right? When, when Elementor first came out and I was making, there wasn't that many people. There's a lot more people now, uh, but I keep changing and upping and upping and upping it. And I'm kind of setting the standard there. I set in the pace. I've got like all the pro equipment. It ain't easy to set this stuff up. And I'm going all over the place and I'm trying to do all these things. But I do like a challenge. I, I, I do like to constantly evolve and uh, try new things and uh, make lots of changes. And I think you have to. You have to because, well, you know this too from Elementor. Uh, if you're the guy setting the pace, you're going to have people, if you just sit there and relax and you're comfortable, uh, you're going to have, uh, before you know it, you're going to have 10 people trying to do the same thing and they're going to just try to take everything from you. Uh, and that's just the nature of competition. But the way you, 
you, you, you never just, just never get complacent in what you're doing or how you're doing it. Uh, and then you will constantly be growing and no one can keep up with you. Uh, you see this in your product Elementor, like what this finder thing, you know, uh, people, I don't know if you're reading, but people love this. They're like, this yeah. is like, and then like the, the whole copy and paste, these simple things, right? but you're staying so far ahead of the game. You can't just sit there and say, we're fine with how this is. Let's just work on this one little thing here. You have to constantly shift. And, and, and so no one can kind of catch up to you because um, you're always doing something different. That's why I got into products, right? So I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm shifting here, I'm shifting there. So just when you think, okay, um, Adam might be doing really well doing this, I'm gonna copy him. I've already switched to something else. You just can't, you just can't catch up to me. You know, uh, and these are the challenges that you guys face as well with Elementor because I was thinking, um, and I don't know what the stats are. Do you know how many sites, is it okay to say the name Wix? Do you know how many sites yeah. they have? They don't, do they have a million sites or no? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a, they do? a lot more, I think. A lot more? I, I don't know. <laughs> no, they don't have a hundred million sites, do they? Maybe they might have that in revenue, but not in sites. It depends. You know, it's hard to, to find out how many sites are li actually live, how many sites are like... Uh, oh, because they're just... they're just Because I was thinking, you know, Elementor is probably the most used, the most popular for sure with WordPress, but probably the most widely just, used out of... Now we reach the 20th most popular plugin. Uh, so th that's... that's uh, that's a really a great accomplishment and uh, I, I'm personally proud of it. And uh, It's humbling, right? You're sitting there yeah. and you're like, just two years ago, I was emailing guys on YouTube saying, can you make a video? Now you're so big, people are coming to you. Can I make a video on your product? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. One of the uh, people I'm going to interview, John Morrow, who's been like a great uh, influence and someone I, I follow, it contacted me and I was like, oh my God, that's so humbling and uh, I'm not worthy, you know? Uh, yes. But, so let's take, because you recently said to me on a, I, I hope it's okay. I, I'm sharing this on a- I'm an open book. It's okay. Uh, yeah. So that, you, that you delved into uh, social media marketing recently and it was very successful for you. So uh, run us through that process. Like how did you, because for, for, for me, sometimes I, I, when I try something uh, new, like let's try Instagram, I'm like baffled. Okay, I'm here. What, what am I su supposed to do? So how, how did you approach it and uh, how did it turn about? One of the thoughts that I have always had is, you know, these different social media platforms, they're really backups of your main one, right? So like um, if I just did everything on YouTube, what happens if YouTube blows up? You hopefully you have a backup of an email list uh, or something like that in your, but then you're just stuck with your website traffic, you know? So there's all these like things. So for me, I want to spread my, I want, I want an audience on all of these platforms as like, it's almost like backup. It's another way to stay connected, build relationships and get additional exposure. Uh, it, you know, a great example is my uh, Facebook group. I have a Facebook group, just like Elementor has a Facebook group. I just started it probably around the time the face yours started. Um, and there's like 10,000 people in there now. And there's people there, in yeah. there. Yeah, you're in there too. Yeah. And uh, you're probably just keeping tabs on me. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> <Getting> <laughs> funny. Yeah, of course. 
<laughs> poor, poor Ben. He's also, uh, we're friends on Facebook and he has to see all these puppy pictures I've been putting up. Um, I love those. It's a, it's a, it's, I love that one. A, that's a good one. I should give it to you if you make a blog post out of this. I've been meaning to put that out there because that was a sweet picture. But um, people go there and find me there now that have ne don't even know anything about the YouTube stuff. So it's all just, um, uh, it, it's so important to be on all of these various uh, platforms because you're going to reach people that you're not going to reach on other platforms. So it's just really crucial uh, today to be on all of these different uh, social media platforms uh, in all the different ways and to have a presence, you know. So uh, if you're going to see a video and then uh, six months later, you see me in Facebook and I'm like responding to you. You're just like, oh my gosh, I saw you in a video because I'm very recognizable because yeah, I'm like yeah, this yeah. bald white guy, right? <laughs> and I use the same picture everywhere. Um, yeah. And now there's stories, there's, uh, you know, um, GIFs, there's uh, stickers, the, the things come out. And I think it's mostly uh, people don't try new things because there's kind of a, a fear I'm going to stay where um where i'm familiar and but the, the truth is that starting to try out making a gift making a a story is not difficult they made it easy you just have to you go for it dive deep and and uh, just go for it and try it and you'll actually if you're doing something it'll be successful and i think that's kind of uh something you do uh very well yeah thank you and you know have fun with it you know i like to have fun at, even at my own expense because it's funny right you know we're talking about that picture um we'll have to we'll have to put this picture maybe when you uh post this in the in in the elementor facebook group i'm gonna post this picture there i'm just yeah. sitting there on the couch with my laptop and my dog's on my head licking my head it's like real life right you know it's just like having fun it's it, just it's having fun challenge. you know i, I saw a, a video of uh, craig cardone you know you know yeah that? oh yes yeah and he was Grant like just improvising and and uh, teaching the his staff and you you saw it, it it was a live video it was very raw and i said i have to do that i have to try that so on black friday that's what i did like the live uh, crazy video that i did and it people responded I, it was kind of very raw and un, unplanned and uncharted but it was so much fun to to challenge yourself it's, i think it's a good thing that there uh, always more social, uh, you know, new features, new things to explore. It makes our job so much more fun. But I got to tell you that that video, when you put that video out on Black Friday and I saw it, I just thought they're brilliant. You know, you don't have to have this perfectly produced video, but I think, I know for me, I like to do business with people that I like. You know, and how am I going to like you if I'm just reading something on your blog? I need to see your face. I need to hear your voice. I need to see the things that you do to, to kind of like you. And you know what I saw in that video? I saw, dang, Ben, first of all, he doesn't know how to throw a shirt well. Uh, <laughs> I was just bagging on you because you threw it over the couch. Um, but I was like, wow, you guys have such a nice office. And uh, yeah. it, it was really nice. It kind of made me feel a little bit more connected to the people behind this product that so many people use and that I use uh, and I'm actually in every single day and it yeah, actually and went very far in, in my mind for my loyalty. Oh yeah. And I think also that when you're, let's talk about uh, if you're talking about uh, social mar media marketing, I think that 
for a lot of people and for my, myself as well, the natural thing is like, okay, what are the big corporation doing? Uh, they're doing this like a Taco Bell. Oh, they're doing so much, so fun uh, gifts and, and images uh, with, I don't know, text and, and plays on that. Let's try to do the same thing. But I think that that's wrong. And I think that if we, we take what you do, like let's put up uh, uh, images of, of my dog and let's, let's do something that's, first of all, real life. And that's so much funnier and it's more genuine. And uh, let's share part of, of my real life because people, it makes sense. Like people see you on tutorials covering software. They don't see you with your dog and you're able to incorporate it and Maybe in a tutorial, you'll, you'll bring a gag that is related to your, your dog that only the people who follow you on social media will get. And that's, that's right. a stronger communication with your brand. So, you, you, know, you know, I've actually been incorporate. I'm sorry, um, I've been incorporating my dog into videos. <laughs> there have been several <laughs> videos where I'm like, and here's my dog. <laughs> because your mascot. <laughs> Yeah, my mascot, because what happens is it makes you more memorable, right? You know what I yeah. mean? You're going to remember the, the, the bald uh, white dude holding the little uh, puppy, you know, that had this like poofy hair, you know, you're just going to remember that. That's I what, think it's like a pattern interrupt, right? It's all a pattern interrupt. I mean, your video is a pattern interrupt. I think that uh, there are two main ways to do marketing. And there's the, I, I would say the, the more corporate, uh, you know, traditional way, which is viable. I mean, it's great with Gantz and, and strategies and, and, uh, and uh, plans, which is important, but you also have the unexpected exploring way, which is for me, it's, it's, it's fun. It's, it's great. And, and it works. It, it does. And, and it, it really uh, helps that connection. You know, when I started making videos, the first four videos, I didn't put my face in it. And then I was watching someone else and they said, you know, when someone's willing to put their face on it, uh, it just, it just, it's totally different how you perceive and uh, that person and how likely you are to come back when you just put your face on it. And I got to say, uh, I tried and it wasn't easy at first. You know, you have a bit of self-consciousness, right? Especially men, we don't wear makeup. I can't sit there and make myself look all, you know, great. All I can do is, you know, make sure I got a clean shave. Um, but uh, when you do that, I, I decided to do that. And all of my videos I'm in, there might be like 1% that I'm not actually in. And um, uh, I do think I kind of set the trend for that. Now you see more guys putting themselves in the video uh, where I was always in the video because that's how you make a deeper connection uh, with someone is let, uh, letting them get to know you and stuff like that. So it's been, I think, one of the secrets of my success, just putting my video there. And you see, if I'm to give a shout out, you see uh, Dave Foy putting himself in the video. You see Paul C is now putting himself in the video, WP yeah. Tuts. We're not competitors. We all, you know, have the same audience. If someone subscribed to me, they're probably subscribed to these guys too, and they're great guys. Uh, and there's definitely other guys as well. Um, but, uh, anyways, uh, it's just, I think when you put yourself out there, the the reward is much greater than the risk. Definitely. And I I could talk to you for hours more. You, we have to get you back <laughs> soon, but uh, our time ran out. Uh, so, how can people reach you and? Uh, Tell us uh, final words about your course and uh, your product. 
Yes. Um, okay. So uh, I came out with this product, CartFlows. You can go to cartflows.com. Uh, there's uh, videos there to explain the product. It's amazing. If you want to make e-commerce easier and more profitable for you, and if you have clients for your clients, do some amazing things. Uh, we have uh, our customers that are increasing their sales by two and a half times by just doing things a little different with this tool. And uh, if you're an Elementor user, and you probably are if you're listening to this, you're going to love it because we got some of the most beautiful stuff going on in there for Elementor. You'll be shocked. Uh, but my WP Crafter stuff is just uh, youtube.com slash WP Crafter or WPCrafter.com. So easy to find me. If you ever want to ask me anything and you're in that Elementor Facebook group, just type A-D-A-M and it will probably start popping up my name, Adam Prizer. You tag me, I will get notified and I will jump in there and I will respond to you because I love the Elementor community and uh, if I was to just say uh, thank you guys, uh, Elementor, for something, I really believe that a good portion of the uh, success that I've had kind of was at the same time and is tied and kind of married to the success that you guys had. So if there wasn't an Elementor, the, there would be a WP Crafter, but it wouldn't be what it is today if it and wasn't for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. We helped each other. We've helped each other. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Adam, so. it's been a pleasure. So until next time, sign yes. off. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs>